Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast, episode number 249 for the week of February 26, 2024. I'm your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. And here's a phrase from this week's podcast poem. Try to love everything that gets in your way. This is an amazing week for several different parts of our nature and our world. There are two cycles that involve a planet in Aquarius and a planet in Taurus this week. So I want to give you a little chat about Aquarius and Taurus. Remember the zodiac signs are energetic expressions of where the planets are. The planets are characters, they're inner characters and they're outer characters, they're archetypal characters in our world. And the zodiac sign they seem to be in, from astrology's point of view, is kind of like the costume they wear. When a planet is in Aquarius, it wants freedom, it wants space, it doesn't want to be held back, it wants to do its own thing, it wants everybody else to be free to do their thing, but just give me freedom, give me space, okay? and sometimes the phrase you've heard me say it and I mean this with loving respect to all my Aquarius audience members Aquarius can have the energy of my mind's made up don't confuse me with the facts okay Aquarius is called an air sign which that element for astrologers is connected to the mind and ideas and Aquarius is also called a fixed air sign. A fixed sign means it's solidifying itself. So sometimes it's a fixed mind, even though it's very progressive and innovative and experimental. So it's, there's an interesting paradox with Aquarius. But essentially, Aquarius wants freedom. Taurus, on the other hand, is a fixed earth sign. And so the earth energy of, of rootedness, groundedness, practicality, functionality. Taurus is really connected to safety and security and resource management. Have I got what I need? You know, whether it's basics that many of us have the privilege to have, like shelter, food, you know, money to get things that we need and so forth. It's also, do I, does my body feel safe? Am I settled? Am I sensual? Am I able to really live in my body and be with my senses? Taurus, very beautiful, grounded, sensual energy, but like Aquarius can be stubborn. And sometimes Taurus the bull is, you know, don't push me. I will move when I'm ready and when I feel safe enough to move. So Taurus really likes security. Aquarius really likes freedom. So when you have a planet in Aquarius, what's called squaring or 90 degrees away from a planet in Taurus, you have this interesting conversation in your life and in the world's life around freedom and security. So we head into on Tuesday, February 27th, Mars squares Jupiter 
at 10 degrees of Aquarius Taurus. The degree measurements are just a way that astrologers track specific points in the zodiac wheel, which is the symbolic star belt that the planets seem to move against. Don't worry about the degrees if it doesn't make sense to you. Mainly Mars, the advocate, the champion, the warrior, warrioress, the one goes after what it wants. In Aquarius, I want freedom. I want space. Don't tie me down. Don't tell me what to do. I need expansive ability to think what I want to think and go where I want to go. Okay. And Mars is very much about our courage and our capacity to take risks. It also has to do with what pisses us off. And when Mars is in Aquarius, many of us are susceptible being pissed off because we feel like someone's trying to crowd us or tell us what to do or, or somehow get in the way of our sense of what our freedom needs to be. Okay. Now, Jupiter is the teacher, the mentor, the guide archetype, and has much to do with our core beliefs and our, our sense of what the truths are with a capital T. Jupiter in Taurus, it's been there for almost a year, is really inviting us to look at our own wisdom, Jupiter, our own truths, Jupiter, about what security and stability is. So Jupiter in Taurus says, I want to grow in my body, earthy. I want to be grounded. I want to be secure. And I have certain beliefs about what security and stability looks like, Jupiter and Taurus. Mars squaring, when two planets square each other, means there's looks like there's a 90 degree angle between them and the heavens. They, they rub up against each other. It's not that it's negative, but it's definitely an adjustment cycle. So here comes the part of us, you individually in the world, saying, get out of my freaking way. I want to go where I want to go. I want the freedom to think and do what I want. And then there's this tension around some ideas of what security and stability is and also basic stewardship of earth earth existence. So it could be something like you have a, um, a writer with these great ideas and they can't wait. Oh man, I just want to sit down and write for 24 hours. I just, all these crazy new ideas. I want to go with it. Oh, who's going to do the dishes? Okay. Oh, who's going to make sure, you know, that things are handled in regular everyday life. And so there's this tension around the freedom to just go where you want to go and wait, who's taking care, who's minding the store, okay? So if you notice that you're kind of getting stirred up, you're irritated, even shall we say pissy, because you perceive something in your world is holding you back from where you really want to go, <laughs> you might breathe a bit and realize, well, you need both. A square is always helping us know both are necessary and both are healthy. So Aquarius, go for it. Do your thing. Have some freedom and take out the garbage. Okay. <laughs> it's that kind of energy. So just notice that. And also recognize um, the challenge on the collective level. Because remember, I always try to weave for you very personally, first of all, how are you experiencing these archetypal energies? So you recognize how sensitive you are and you can be proactive and empowered to move with the currents the archetypal currents of change, but also these archetypal energies are playing out in our world totally. So I want to say to you, Aquarius has to do with this progressive, the radical need for change in all of our collective systems. And the Taurus part, hold the course. I got what I got. Don't tell me I have to give up my privilege and my riches and my rank and power because I'm holding on, you know. So that's also playing out very much on the collective stage. Um, I want to just say something here from one of the astrologers I really respect, Michelle Perrin. She does um, 
uh, planetary guide forecast for Llewellyn. And this is what she this is what she says about this cycle of Mars and Aquarius square Jupiter and Taurus. The winds of progress and social change are blasting away worn-out social conventions and traditions. It is time to embrace the new on both the personal and societal levels. So notice how that resonates for you inside and out um, in this coming week. And then we'll come back to the other um, Aquarius-Taurus conversation later. But first I want to pause and take a Pisces moment, okay, or more than a moment. On Wednesday, February 28th, the Sun, Mercury, and Saturn are all together that day at 9 degrees of Pisces. That's called a conjunction when planets appear to be right next to each other. And it means they're integrating their energies together. The Sun is the conscious self. You know, who I am in my life journey as I, I go forward in my life, the, the heroine, heroine, conscious self. Mercury's your storyteller, communicator, how you think and how you express yourself. Saturn is the responsible one. You often hear me call this archetype, it's the one with the clipboard. <laughs> okay, what's the game plan? Who's assigned to what? Let's get this thing on the road. Let's make it happen, okay? Now, when you have Saturn-Mercury together, it's a really interesting combination because on a very positive level, it can be an executive mind, executive Saturn mind, um, uh, Mercury. And it can mean there's a, a capacity to think things through in a very detailed way, figure out the big picture also, like how are we going to make this happen? It's a manifesting mind. It's a responsible mind. And when the sun is there also, you're shining the light on that. Now, the interesting expression, though, is they are all in Pisces right now. This is called a water sign, and it's very fluid and intuitive and um, non-cognitive at all. It's about the dreaming. It's about the visioning. It's about the muse. So it's an interesting thing to have Saturn and Pisces because it's really asking us to ground our visions and to ground our, our um, dreaming ideas, Mercury and Pisces, and to shine the light and illuminate what we're really tracking on unconscious levels and how do we take responsibility for this. Now, uh, again, on a positive level, for those of you who have any kind of creative projects or, you know, desires, this is a really good energy this week to ground it. It's like sit down and write another chapter in your book, paint, sculpt, um, you know, design. It's like make it happen, roll up your sleeves and make it happen. It's very Saturn. Um, and also in terms of Pisces being about our compassion and our deeper heart knowing, it's like take responsibility for your feelings and express what you know you need to express. You know, if there's things that are really deeply felt for you, speak them, ground them, express them in some way. Now, the wounded side of this is, has a lot to do with the wounded Saturn. Wounded Saturn is our inner critic. It's our punitive inner parent. It's our external inner critic, bossy, dominator energy. And Mercury and Saturn together can flush up symbolically where our inner critic has taken over our mind or our communication. You know, where we're telling everybody else what they're doing wrong or where we are bossy or we're certain that we know what's right and we need to be in control. Everybody else has got to follow us. And because these two characters, Mercury and Saturn, are in Pisces, it has to do with unconscious material that might be bubbling up. So with compassion, if you are shining the light sun this week on an inner critic or an inner bossy dominator, please don't shame yourself. 
pause and do some practices to really take care of yourself, nurture yourself, and ask yourself what's really going on emotionally. What's fueling this dominating inner critic, bossy character in me? They're probably scared. There's probably some unresolved pain or emotional material that's that's just unconscious and it's coming out in this kind of nasty, let me tell you how it's supposed to go, you know, I'm in charge of the world. It's very limited. And so notice if that's happening again, have compassion because Pisces helps us um, realize our universal connection to everything. And so it makes it harder. It collapses the polarization. It collapses the you guys are my enemy or you don't know what you're doing because you're like, oh, we're all human. We're all in this together. We really are. Most of us trying to do the best we can, you know. So notice where your Saturn energy might be coming out with that negative kind of wounded inner critic and try to do some love, some compassionate love to say, you know, that's too small an expression. Turn towards your art, turn towards your creativity, turn towards your heart and take responsibility for it. That's a great way to channel that energy. And then finally on Sunday, March 3rd, Venus squares Uranus at 19 degrees of Aquarius and Taurus. So here again is this conversation between the freedom of Aquarius, the grounded security of Taurus, but they're different players, okay? Venus is the relational one. It's the lover, it's the magnetic yin drawing to yourself. Oh, I want this. I, I, I'm seducing something into my life. And, and I mean in a positive way. Venus has to do with what we value and we love and we care about. Now, Venus in Aquarius is certainly saying, I need my space in human relationships, in any kind of relationship, okay? It's like, give me some space. So you might notice for some of you, either partners or friends or yourself may saying, I don't really want to go to that party. I don't really want to talk to you right now. Leave me alone. There's nothing wrong with this. You might be catching that sensitivity to Venus and Aquarius. Give me some space, okay? And Venus and Aquarius uh, is very eclectic in their way of loving. They're they're interested in, in a different way of going than the, the norm and the culture. You know, they might be falling in love in a different way. They might make choices in partnership that doesn't fit the norm as if there is a norm, so to speak. But basically it means I want to love myself in my uniqueness and I want to love you and give you space to be in your uniqueness, okay? And then there's this tension. So now it's Uranus that we have the tension with. Uranus is the maverick. It's the one who's not going to conform, is going to do its own thing, is going to say, you know, hey, I don't want to be boxed. I don't want to be caged. I'm going to blow it up. So it's a very revolutionary energy and it's a very unexpected um, kind of uh, uh, impulsive energy. Now, Uranus and Taurus, and Uranus has been in Taurus for a number of years, continues to bring that theme of challenging you and us as a collective to shake up the way we work with resources, shake up how we work with security, stability, ownership, and more than anything else, how the earth herself is shaking us up with the environmental crisis. Wake up, people. You know, Uranus has this wake up, lightning bolt, flash, here we go. Now, Uranus and Taurus is different than Jupiter and Taurus. Jupiter and Taurus can represent our uh, beliefs about my desire to be secure and stable. Uranus and Taurus is the part of us that says, I know I need to make changes. And the way I've been trying to be secure and, and get what I need is not working. So here's the tension when you have Venus square Uranus. There, it usually, that archetypal signature usually expresses through our relationships of some kind. It does not have to be a, pre, a relationship with a human. 
It can be with animals. It can be with the earth. It can be with ideas or groups. It's basically saying, I need something different in my partnerships, my relationships. I need something different in my values. So some of how you might be sensitive to this energy at the end of the week is you wake up and just go, I'm done with this. Okay. I need something different. This is not how I want to spend my life energy, my Taurus life energy, my resources, my money, my time. I want to blow it up. And so notice that and don't be hasty. You know, just consider you might be needing like radical change, but it also means you don't have to blow up your friendships or your relationships. You need to really tune in to what's important to me, Venus and Aquarius. How can I give myself more freedom to be authentic? And how can I change how I spend my life energy, Uranus and Taurus, so it's more in alignment with my values? And so again, I said in the beginning of this week, with Mars square Jupiter, if you feel pissy or cranky or irritated, you might just, well, well wait, what am I, what do I really, where do I really need freedom? A similar way at the end of the week, if you're irritated with your relationships, there may be valid reason for that. It may also be that you've got cabin fever. And you really are ready to blow something up appropriately in your own psyche, in your own way that you think about things, in your own way that you spend your time and energy. So just notice what you notice and open your mind to a bigger perspective. You know, don't get caught in the pissy little things that really don't have any value for you. Pay attention to what really has value to you. That's the most important thing. So there you have it, dear ones. That's the support for you this week with these archetypal cycles. So the poem I chose for you this week, I really love it because I think it just drives home the opportunity to um, have an attitude adjustment, especially about ownership and what's mine and what I deserve. And it's called, because even the word, word obstacle is an obstacle. And this is by Alison Luderman. Try to love everything that gets in your way. The Chinese women in flowered bathing caps, murmuring together in Mandarin, doing leg exercises in your lane, while you execute 36 furious laps, one for every item on your to-do list. The heavy-bellied man who goes thrashing through the water like a horse with a harpoon stuck in its side whose breathless tsunamis rock you from your course. Teachers all. Learn to be small and swim through obstacles like a minnow, without grudges or memory. Dart toward your goal, sperm to egg. Thinking obstacle is another obstacle. Try to love the teenage girl lounging idly against the ladder, showing off her new tattoo. Seville la mienne. This life is mine. In thick blue-black letters on her ivory instep. Be glad she'll have that to look at all her life. And keep going. Keep going. Swim by an uncle in the lane next to yours who is teaching his nephew how to hold his breath underwater, even though kids aren't allowed at this hour. Someday, years from now, this boy who is kicking and flailing in the exact place you want to touch and turn will be a young man at a wedding on a boat, raising his champagne glass in a toast, 
when a huge wave hits, washing everyone overboard. He'll come up coughing and spitting like he is now, but he'll come up like a cork, alive. So your moment of impatience must bow in service to a larger story. Because if something is in your way, it is going your way, the way of all beings, towards darkness, towards light. So prayer for you, dear ones, especially if you're impatient this week with yourself or someone else or the world. May you have the ability for your impatience to bow in service to a larger story. And may you recognize that all of us are going the same way towards darkness and towards light. Thank you for your continued support. A deep bow of gratitude to each of you in all the ways that my offering supports you and you support others through it. Please remember to visit my website on theedgesofchange.com and on the homepage, especially if you haven't already taken my free quiz, What's Your Inner Wisdom Archetype? Go take it. You'll find out which of the inner wisdom archetype is the one most supportive for you. And it has connections with astrology signs, the four elements, and it includes a free guided journey when you take the quiz. So go check it out on theedgesofchange.com on the homepage. Sign up to take that free What's Your Inner Wisdom Archetype quiz. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources edgesofchange.com Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.